Welcome to On The Break, a fresh lens to take you and your business to new heights. Hi, I'm Andy Simon. I'm your host and your guide. And you know, my job is to get you off the brink. And that's not always so easy. So I go looking for people who have insights and ideas to share with you to help you do just that. And unless you can see it and hear it, you don't know what it is. But I do know that today, the challenges of this crisis and the world we're in are causing people to wonder about, hmm, how do I adapt? What is it that's really going on? Who am I? The basic essence of who we are is under siege. The cultures we work with, everybody I have as a client is struggling with themselves. As a CEO, you know, what can I do to build a team? What is going on here? And they are worried. So I have with us today a wonderful gentleman who I met through Peter Winnick's wonderful thought leadership group, which I never thought I would join, much less enjoy so much. Uh, His Excellency Ambassador Terry Earthwind Nichols is our guest today. And uh, Terry, I think you can call him Terry, is a genius on many levels and in many things. Let me read you a little bit about him. He's a four-time author. His books are all about how to help people see things through different ways of doing them. He's a speaker, a master teacher. He's a CEO, world opinion columnist, a mentor, an ambassador. He'll tell you a little bit more about his own journey. He's a founding partner of the Global Institute for Thought Leadership. And I do think that's going to be an important part of the world that we all live in, because this Global Institute is bringing together thought leaders who want to help you think better and do better and do it in an innovative way. It really is a very blue ocean, creating a whole new market at a time that we need it. But Terry's here to talk to you today about all kinds of things that you're facing, including the imposter syndrome that you may have heard a little bit about. But I don't want to take the wind away from his sails. So, Terry, thank you for joining me. I am so excited to be here, Andrea. We have just uh, started such a, an interesting journey uh, in Peter's group, and and the two of us have reached out and spent time together. I've interviewed you for my uh, weekly um, uh, postings on LinkedIn and other social media, and uh, this is just a treat. It's truly well, I'm is. glad you're happy. I like to make you happy. It is fun. But here's... My pleasure for my listeners is to help them understand why you are so important for them to listen to. And whether you are a viewer or you're listening to the audio, Terry's got a story in his own journey, which I think is always important to set the stage for what's coming next. So can you share with us your own journey? Well, I have been a lifelong self-sabotager. So what <laughs> I love does it. that mean? Very fast, very high success, self-sabotage, failure. Uh, get fired, get upset and quit, those kinds of things over and over and over again all my life. And I'm in my 60s, so that's that's quite a while. And so uh, in the course of, I always felt, Andy, that something's got to be causing that. There's no way that I can do this over and over and over again and fail. I just don't get it. So I've never thought that it could not be fixed. I've always looked for a way to to uh, fix myself, if you will. And uh, by accident, helping somebody else one night over Skype, I found a way. And I I have been uh, a C-level, COO, CEO, uh, CFO uh, before. So uh, I've got a little bit of experience at the upper levels. And what I've found, uh, number one, Imposter syndrome uh, 
is a behavioral thing. And it stems in, in what we found out. Uh, it comes from a very highly charged emotional uh, memory in early childhood that's amnesic. You can't recall it. You don't remember it's there. And when we take a client uh, right here on, on Zoom, for instance, uh, through the, the question and answer sequence, we go through three memories. And when we get through the third memory, we really walk in the back door because we use the back of the brain and go forward. We walk into the back door of an event that seems like it happened two hours ago. It's so fresh for the client. Here's the key, though. All of that anxiety and feeling uh, unsafe and repetitive behaviors over and over and over again, stop. The memory stays, but all the other stuff stops. So that driving force behind that, what we call an active block, has been disconnected. And here's what's really key about it. No more laying up, laying in bed <laughs> in the middle of the night crying, thinking that you're going to get fired tomorrow. No more... Uh, running around the house uh, half in a dream because of an event that occurred uh, years before, uh, that all stops and it stays gone, doesn't come back. So coming up with a hunch one time, helping somebody uh, <laughs> late at night uh, has turned into a global uh, company uh, where our clients and practitioners, I have 48 of them now, uh, they uh, live on five continents, 13 countries. We do the CR process. That's what we call this. The CR process is done in five languages now. And that's all taken um, place in over the period of about four years. We're now over uh, coming on to eight and a half years now. And uh, we're quite proud of the results and what it's doing. So my background with the C uh, level is uh, I also work with visioning and uh, marketing plans and those kinds of things for higher level uh, executives. And uh, I'm, I'm seeing a lot of imposter syndrome type symptoms. I can't diagnose. I'm not a doctor. But there are certain things you see over and over again. So you start a conversation with somebody. And then I started researching it. And there's around 80% of uh, C-level executives, male and female, uh, in North America alone, uh, that suffer from some form of a modified PTSD called imposter syndrome. Kind of a long response, but that's that's pretty well how I got there. And now we're doing incredible work showing them how to uh, take this world of journey that they've been on, this whirlwind journey, and mm -hmm. put it in their perspective under their control. It's amazing what the results are. Well, let's, let's pause for a moment, because if the listener or the viewer is trying to figure out do I have this? What would be some of the manifestations other than wandering around the house? Because there are lots of reasons one wanders around the house. Sure. And and then we can talk about how do they begin to understand it better themselves? Because what are they? It must create all kinds of hurdles and impediments to getting their jobs done. So what are the manifestations of it? Well, what we found is something similar to alcoholism. The the alcoholic works harder and more focused than his coworkers, he or she, because they, he doesn't want them to find out he's drunk, right? Huh. Well, imposter syndrome, you're constantly in an anxiety state because you think that you're an imposter and therefore 
you're going to get found out, embarrass you and your family, uh, get fired. Uh, there's high anxiety all the time. So you're hyper-focused on everything you do. And these people are hyper-successful because of it. But the thing is, in the middle of the night, they lay there crying while their, their spouse or others are laying beside them asleep. They're laying there crying. Oh, my God, what am I going to do? Do I got to face another day? I've been there. I know. And so the thought process of this person is I've just got to be better than everybody around me so nobody notices what a fake I am. And they're not fakes. They're a genius people. Very, very sharp. Or they wouldn't be sitting in an office seat. Okay. But it, the, the key is to find what drives that thought to keep coming up. And that's what we do. And that, you know, that changes and saves lives every day. That's our motto in our company. You know, Terry, we work a lot on what we've learned from the neurosciences and the cognitive sciences about how to collaborate with your brain. Yeah. And the collaboration with your mind, your brain, is a little bit of what you're talking about because that brain has a story in there. Part of it you remember and part of it you don't. That story uh, is something that becomes very familiar and you only see the things that conform to it. Even if they're true or not true, it doesn't matter. You have a story that's your, your movie set and you're the hero in it, which is what you're describing. Um, and it's very familiar. So your mind thinks it's true, but it doesn't sound like it's actually there. And so when we work with people or companies to help them change, the question is, what's your story and how does it, how can you revisualize it? How can you create a new story where this isn't the case? Is this sort of part of what you do as well? Because it works every time we get going. In fact, the whole new program we're creating, Rethink Your Journey, is a, an effort to help women rethink that story so that it's one that they feel more comfortable and happy with. Is this similar to what you do? Well, I think that what you do actually works. My business does. partner does that. Yes, it okay. does work. Yeah. You don't have imposter syndrome. Trust me. <laughs> and and it's very valid you change the story you know yes. you you create uh something that becomes valid to you yes. and it holds what we do on the other side of that is a lot of times when that uh, occasion happens there's usually something else that starts to to happen too so we help the client go back and find that other thing that has them continually thinking of new things and stops that behavior. So the two of them really work quite nicely together. The interesting part <clears throat> is a complexity of the human being, but mm. it is, it's just very complex. And uh, in some ways we become that story. It isn't, an, an, it's not the clothes we wear, it becomes who we are. And then we don't realize that it isn't sacred. It is just a story that we've learned to live. And now the question is, as the times are changing, I suspect many people who have been successful in the way it was are frustrated and uncomfortable with the new and therefore are really exaggerating this imposter. Because if they were good then, you know, what are they going to do now? They don't know how to do a Zoom. They don't know how to engage their folks. They can't get them to turn on the videos. I'm thinking my clients who don't know what to do to lead their organization now. And it doesn't matter whether it's healthcare or service organizations or, or whatever it is they feel out of their league, even though they are in a position where they should be leading. 
And I think this is serious stuff. Yes, there's a whole group of uh, business owners out there. I had a discussion with one just this morning where uh, her world is speaking from the stage and, and, and active live trainings. Oh, that's that's non-existent now. So she's in the process of finding a job because she she can't grasp the virtual world. And uh, that's really too bad. Uh, but at some point, hopefully the the live event industry will get rolling again and and uh, she can uh, get back into that. Uh, but she is so connected to uh, that requirement to be physical or in yes. the physical presence that she can't grasp uh, the virtual. You know, it's like me last uh, March, you and I've talked about that, you know, uh, my speaking events for the, uh, for the year were all canceled within 24 hours. Yes. So that's a lot of money. That's about 95% of our annual income yep. from speaking from the stage and the business that we get from that. But here's the thing, though, ladies and gentlemen, that's key to your people at the brink that you're thinking about right now. And that is the money isn't real till it hits the bank. Yep. So if if you got a client that's going to sign with you, they're not a client till you got a credit card. OK, <laughs> and if you're waiting on a check, it's not a check until it's in the bank. So what are you going to do in the meantime? For instance, me, I was just talking about this earlier today. I went back to the people who canceled the events and say, let's think of this a little bit. OK, the events canceled. The physical event is canceled. Yes, that's right. What can we do to create a virtual event? So your people still come. All of us get to talk still. And uh, yes, we can do this virtually because there isn't any reason why we can't. Uh, yeah. Some of the bigger event companies, they jumped on it. They went out and got mega screens to put 500 people on each screen and all of those kinds of things. That's thinking. That's forward yep. thinking. And so my first one uh, turned out to be two of them in May that was quite interesting. The first one, 134 people. Second one was 1,121 people. Wow. So there you go. Okay. Yep. The message got out there and they're virtual. So the associations that I spoke for put them on their website and yes. I'm still getting, I'm still getting some tech because I've coded them. So I'm still getting some pull on those two events coming last May. They're yes. almost evergreen. So, you know, it's, it's not about thinking inside or outside a box. It's about throwing the box away and say, okay, I'm starting, not starting over. I am a very experienced business owner and I'm moving forward. Yes. Okay, there is no start. There's the next step. Now, a word from our sponsors, Simon Associates Management Consultants. Simon Associates is us, and we love to help you see, feel, and think in new ways to help you and your business grow. We specialize in applying the tools and methods of anthropology, but we're also entrepreneurs and business builders, and we like to share our experience and expertise with you. So if you're stalled or stuck or starting up, Give us a buzz and let's see if we can help you as well. You can learn all about us at simonassociates.net and read my book, learn about it at andysimon.com. There's a free chapter you can download and a toolkit you'll find very helpful. We're on Amazon and you can buy it as a book, an ebook, or even an audible that I recorded myself. We look forward to hearing from you at simonassociates.net. Info at simonassociates.net is right to us. Now back to our podcast. Well, it's the end of the beginning and the building of a new, I always call it a new sandbox. 
And that's perfectly good. It's a new sandbox because it's not out of the box. Um, It isn't on the edges. It is transformative. But to your point, the world that we were in, people want to know when it's going to come back. I said it may never. And I've had a great year. And I've gone all virtual like you have. But the interesting part is it's a mindset as opposed to a physical. I miss the physical but I have 30 speaking engagements for next year and they're all virtual. I'm only doing virtual. I never want to be on a plane again. So how do you turn lemons into lemonade? It's your mind and change it. Do you change the way you're speaking? I'm curious if, um, because you're not an imposter. You are an excellent and a really accomplished both speaker and transformer. Thank you. Um, But I bet you've transformed the way you do this. Is there some skills that we could share? I'm a visual person. Yes, so <laughs> even though I'm looking at the camera lens right now, I mm-hmm. see your face. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I see all of you that are watching this right now, because that is where I'm connected. My energy, mm-hmm. my thoughts, everything, my focus is on that camera. Yes. And it's just a camera. It's It means people on the other side. People are yes. watching this, real people with real problems that are making dinner and watching this video. You know, that's the real world. And that's the biggest part to learn uh, for, well, for my for my clients to learn for sure. That is, grasp that camera and hold on because there's where your money is. That's where your next friend is. It's like Andy and I, we've been, become great friends and we're nowhere close to each other physically. She's way <laughs> up the East Coast in New York and I'm way down almost to Atlanta. So that's, that's the reality of it. So... Uh, don't fight it, embrace it. It's a brand new world. And when you think about what's going on with the next generations, it is going to be a world that they're very comfortable in. And so whether my my 12-year-old granddaughter, 13-year-old granddaughter is taking her entire middle school year remotely, or my other grandson is in school two days, out of school, remote two days, it is a very, you know, it's hard to play across that way, but they're learning how to be engaged in a remote training, and they're doing really well. And in some ways, they don't miss the distractions that go on with all the socializing in the class. In other ways, they miss that a lot. But the same thing goes for my clients who are completely remote workforce now. The challenge for them is that the workforce isn't learned. They don't really know how to communicate on the virtual world. And they too feel a little, I'm going to say a little imposter-like. Um, they're uncomfortable with this new expectation. And they're not quite sure how to turn on those videos and engage as professionals, regardless of what type they are, whether they're doctors or attorneys or accountants or whatever flavor they are, but they're not competent in doing it. And so consequently, they flee from it. Their amygdala hijacks them. They turn off the video. They don't want to be seen. I did a panel uh, with Washington University last month. And half the panel were dark. It was very unsettling to look at dark screens. I'm not quite sure what they got out of it, but I know as the speakers were all scratching their hands saying, why did you come? And, and so you want to say to them, knock, knock, there's a new world. Turn on your cameras and be part of the experience. So there's a next generation, I hope, comes along fast knowing how to do this um, because they are really going to be our leaders and they need to know how. Am I right? Absolutely. You know, this is a great world. You and I grew up uh, dialing the phone (laughs) and checking first if anybody was on it, probably. (laughs) And, and, uh, you know, three channels that only played until 10 p.m. at night on the TV. And uh, now 
I have more power on my on my cell phone yes. than I do on my desktop, right? Yes. I I I talk to people all over the world. I, agree. I send and receive messages and emails. Uh, um, well, I'll give you a great example, ladies and gentlemen. Last week, I was up at two in the morning to be pretty from a Zoom by three in the morning to talk to Moscow. Midday, I was talking to Madrid. The afternoon, I was talking to LA and I was talking to Malaysia before I went to bed at 11 p.m. that night. Long oh day. Yes. Long day, but I got a couple of naps in there. I'm no spring chicken and I don't have a problem taking a, a nap here and there. I've done it most of my adult life, but I never get used to it. Okay. Yes. I never get used to the fact that we talk live in real time to yes. the other side of the world. Okay. Yep. That's, that's exciting. What an exciting, exciting. life you have. It is. Yeah. It's very exciting. Uh, Terry, as you're thinking about it, is there a case or two you can illustrate on how this is all working in the world that you're engaged with, those CEOs or companies or things that can put some flesh onto the concepts that we're discussing? Uh, well, one comes to mind right away. I have a client uh, who owns his own company. It's a manufacturing com company in, the, in middle America. He has 28 employees. And uh, he was suffering from imposter syndrome. Okay. Uh, we connected right here on LinkedIn and uh, had a discussion. And, and through that, uh, determined that the CR process would be a good idea. Okay. It's a 30-day process. You can look it up. We'll give you the contact information here in a little while. They, and I went through that. And a part of that is halfway through the 30 days, we have a discussion around who are you now? What's your business look like now? Okay. You're a new guy. So what does that look like? And through that, we put uh, him and the business uh, through the Vision Strategy Roadmap, which is a free on my website. You guys can go look for it. Uh, and what that is, is that creates a vision for the future for him and his company that's achievement-based, okay? All of you out there, you know how good it feels when you achieve something and how much better it, it, it means when somebody above you that you know, like, trust, and admire acknowledges that. So you do it some more and some more. Well, here's what happens in a company that's focused on vision and not timelines and goals. They exceed traditional goals and timelines. The uh, sick days go to almost none because when you're achieving, you're happy. You don't get sick. When you're achieving, you don't get burned out. You get more motivated. And when you're achieving, your boss's employee-related expenses, insurance, and all that type of stuff starts to go down while revenues are going up. Not a bad thing. So the result of what we did for imposter syndrome for him created this company that hasn't slowed down. Now, this is a manufacturing company, ladies and gentlemen. They have not slowed down through the COVID. They figure out a different way to configure the floor, the, the manufacturing floor, so that people could stay farther apart and, and, be, and be safe. They didn't close the place. They figured out how to work around it safely. Yeah. Right? Brilliant. Brilliant. And that's where achievement and, and taking away this imposter syndrome thought mentality really comes from. So that's a really good example of both. That's a great example. Of, of both sides of how that could work. 
What's exciting about it is that it's current and it's not history, it's present. And it says, oh, I can do that. And I do think this is a time, stop the hurdling and stop wondering about what I can't do. And I can't tell you how many client conversations start with, well, we don't do that. I said, well, that's what you didn't do. The question is, what can you do? And the eyes sort of pause and roll as if anything can happen. How could you solve it? And they have great ideas, but they need the confidence that, in fact, they can do that. So this has been such fun. Um, Can you um, share with the listeners two or three things you don't want them to forget as we begin to wrap up? Because I've enjoyed our time together. But I do think that our listeners can say, hmm, let me go do something with with stuff that Terry's been talking about. It's a doing time. Uh, Two or three things. Okay. Number one, don't forget uh, the CR process and Google it. I'll tell you what. Google me. Terry Earthwind Nichols, the only one in the world. You'll find my author page at Amazon. You'll find video, YouTube, uh, social Great media, stuff. my yep. companies. Uh, you'll find everything right there. Now, when you get there, uh, you know, uh, the CR process is a tab. And it's got uh, white pages and, and interviews and all kinds of stuff there. There's a coaching and uh, model too. That's where you get your free vision strategy roadmap. It's in a PDF. You can print it off and start right away. So that's that's what the number one thing I would uh, remember is Terry Earthwind Nichols and you find out everything you want. I'm an open book and I'm really easy to research. Those would be the keys, Andy. Good. So for our listeners, I'm going to wrap up us because I've enjoyed today's conversation. And it's an area that we haven't talked about before. So I'm delighted that Terry is sharing with us this imposter syndrome, but also all of the complexity of what's going on around us and how to stop saying no and begin to think about changing the story and creating new solutions. We're very agile. I hate to say it, but we've evolved over millions of years because we don't ever let the bad guys get us down. So It's a good time to be a good guy and rise to the occasion. For those of you who come often, I can't thank you enough. Remember, send us your ideas to info at andysimon.com. It's a great website you can check out as well. My new book, Rethink, Smashing the Myths of Women in Business, comes out uh, in January. And by the time you hear Terry, it may already be here. So go check it out on your favorite places. It's a great time for you to rethink your own journey. And Terry's been talking a little bit about this roadmap. You're going to hear very similar kinds of conversations that we have around how do you rethink your story so you can create the one that you really want to have. And on that note, I'm going to say, please stay healthy. And don't forget that this is a great time not to say I'm on the brink. I don't know which way I'm going. Instead, soar, get off the brink and keep listening because the ideas are here to help you do just that. So, Terry, thank you again for coming. I can't thank you enough for being my guest today. I've had a ball. And you're a terrific uh, person and friend. Thank you, Andy. My pleasure. It's so much fun to know you. Bye-bye now, guys.